You are listening to the Fringe Radio Network. FringeRadioNetwork.com Listening to Earth Oddity, a weekly odyssey into all the oddity planet Earth has to offer. And now, serving it up are Christopher Tiny Sullivan and John Long. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Earth Oddity Podcast. My name's John. I'm here with the lovely Christopher Sullivan. That's right. Yes, he is lovely. (laughs) And we are back in our Third studio we ever had, maybe. Second or third? It's retro. Yeah, retro. The super late retro edition that's of our right. oddity. Yeah, we're getting back to our roots. Yes. You know, remember where we came from. <laughs> and uh, we got a lot of great stories to share with everybody this week. I uh, want to start out, though, at the beginning. And let's talk about our event at the beginning right now. If before everybody likes fast-forwarding through it at the end. Yes. Yeah. If you're listening to this, it's probably just a couple days. That's right. It's this coming Friday. And also huge news because, you know, we've kind of very vaguely said that there was going to be food at the event. Without having a plan. (laughs) Yes, that's correct. Last minute, Jalapeno's Mexican Grill of Tuscaloosa. Great food. Yep. They came rushing in on a white horse last minute to save the day and they will be providing food. So we can promise our audience that. We know that y'all are super excited about just coming to meet us and listen to us. Sure. But there will be a lunch there. One of the best restaurants in yes. town, too, right? And Earth Oddity's one and only sponsor, you know, Squirrel, yeah. will be there demoing his Cajun Curl chips. So you, you hear us talk about it every single week. That's right. You show up Friday, you can actually try you some, try and some. it will change your life like yeah. it's changed our life. Right. And I'm just going to tell you, once you try them, you will never be the same again. You will, you'll never look at another potato chip the same. That's true. So just be prepared for a life-changing experience. And come on out to SD Allen Ministries on Friday. Uh, help us raise some money for some children that are disadvantaged. And have a few laughs, have some food, and, uh, you know. Let's and kick off an excellent weekend because it's followed by the West Alabama Christmas, Christmas parade. parade. That's right. And then Saturday night is Christmas Afloat, which yeah. is a Christmas parade on the river, followed by fireworks displays. Yes. And if you come to the Christmas parade, I'm anti-parade. We already covered that. <laughs> but I will be there handing out American flags to all the people. So <laughs> yes. just so you know, you have another chance to interact with yes. me. This time in my full Boy Scout uniform. So. I was really flattered that the city of Tuscaloosa actually chose our show to, to kick, kick off, off the weekend. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, very flattered. Thank you, Mayor Maddox. Yes, thank yeah, you. we appreciate it. Now, let's get some roads fixed around here. <laughs> but, but we're glad that you chose us. Also, those people out there who may be joining us over from the Where's the Line podcast. That's right. Because you know Kevin and Samantha have been great to us. Yes, they have. They have shared our event. I was going to say, Kevin's coming too. So if you just kind of listen to us, we're kind of just, you know, the, we just kind of listen to our show on the side. Yeah, right. Then you can come meet Kevin. He's going to be there. The the voice of the South, you know? (laughs) Yes. So yeah, come on out. The main goal here is to help some people who need help. And that's our only real goal. But it, we don't want it to be just me and Tiny and Kevin and Squirrel there <laughs> right. and whoever brings the food from Jalapeno. So <laughs> we're going to ask you to come on out. And that's why I thought we could hit it at the beginning. Well, I'm going to hit it at the end, too, just so you know, <laughs> everybody is listening. We're going to talk about it some more, too. But let's get into the show. I got some really great stories this week. I got monkey-pig hybrids. A lot of people Excellent. don't know about that. Okay. And um, I got a judge who is definitely... Uh, a Girls Gone Wild episode, <laughs> Spring Break edition. We'll save that one for the end. We have, like, judges have been having some news here. You know, that Judges story? Gone Wild. Yeah, Judges <laughs> Gone Wild. I didn't know. Yeah, I need to ask my buddy Sam about that. He's a judge back home. So, yeah. Let's see what all. Maybe I need to get in judging. <laughs> you know, 
like, when they let you be a judge. I think so. I don't Do you think have they to would. have a law degree. <laughs> I don't. I don't think so. Yeah, surely not. No, right? No. Yeah. I think don't you just got to know the right people. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Maybe be of a certain privilege. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> wide, of course, right? I got that one covered. Yeah, yeah. yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> well, what about you? What kind of stories you got this week? Well, we've got a U.S. congressman who was involved in probably one of the nerdiest scandals you okay. could be involved in. All right. We've got some video games. But also, I was going to start with this, John. Would you pay $120,000 for a wall with a banana duct tape to it? No. <laughs> it was an apple, maybe. <laughs> you know, there was a... Uh, you know, this past week there was a story about an art piece I saw it, that was yeah. sold to a museum, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. $120,000. Yeah. But not to be outdone, there is another artist named David Datuna, 45 okay. years old, who upped the ante. He oh. hopped the velvet rope and ate said banana. Oh. He's a performance artist. <laughs> okay. So this is like art inception. <laughs> Okay. You know. <laughs> now, is that really performance art or is that theft? Well, you know, I don't know. I'm just saying. But anyway, I feel like in the art community, like I love art, but they pretty much can do anything and be like, oh, yeah, no, it's art. You know, <laughs> yes. you know, hey, I shut up this hospital, but it's performance art, guys. <laughs> well, anyway, yeah. anyway, this this story comes from the mirror and it's hungry artist eats banana duct tape to wall that sold for one hundred twenty thousand dollars. Okay. A brazen performance artist has sparked outrage after eating a banana that was part of a $120,000 art piece that was duct taped to a wall. I mean, 120000 <laughs> seems a little steep. A little steep. Dole or Chiquita bananas? Yeah, right. We need to know. Those <laughs> important details. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I just don't know. Anyways, go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt. No, that's fine. New York-based artist David Datuna, 45, tore the duct tape off and took the right banana off the wall at Art Basel Exhibition in Miami. His bizarre stunt continued as he peeled the banana skin and devoured it in a few bites. Wow. David, who called himself the Hungry Artist, said that he respects... <laughs> I respect that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he respects, and oh, stick with me, people, Marizo Catalan, who created the artwork and hoped that his performance would be seen as a compliment, he reported to TMZ. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm just eating your stuff here. <laughs> I mean, he felt this guy's art was worthy yeah, for, him uh, to, for him to eat. <laughs> to do this performance. That's fine. They, you know, they say they're starving artists, <laughs> yeah, right? Not this one. <laughs> <laughs> not anymore. The artwork, known as The Comedian, was sold earlier this week by a French art collector for a $120,000. Lucien Terrace, spokesman for the Periton Gallery, told the Miami Herald that Datuna did not destroy the artwork because the banana is the idea, i.e., it's not this one specific banana, like wherever this art piece is being presented, yeah. you can change out your bananas. Good. Okay. It's, it's yeah, they're going to have a fruit fly problem <laughs> if they don't. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Gallery founder Emmanuel Periton said that Marizzo's work is about how objects move through the world. Okay. That's deep. That is deep. <laughs> so deep it's confusing. Yes. I don't understand it. <laughs> he told CBS News, whether affixed to the wall of an art fair booth or displayed on the cover of the New York Post, his work forces us to question how value is placed on material goods. That's true. Right. Well, that was going to be a point I'd make. Like $120,000 seems like a lot for a banana duct tape to a wall. But that's just because I don't have an, you know, like if I was yeah. a multimillionaire, I would be like, that's $120,000. I'd start writing a $12 check to the local Little League team. And it does make me think, think, well, how do we put place value on objects? That's right. You well, know? I mean, we are a capitalist society. <laughs> so a good is worth what someone or good or service is worth what someone's willing to pay for it. I mean, not to brag, but, you know, our studio, we have a can of tuna fish taped to a two by four <laughs> that we spent a good, God, $25 yeah. on? That's right. Yeah. So, you know, not to brag. I don't, don't want to brag. <laughs> yes. Yeah. There's only one. It's limited edition tuna can on the two by four. We will take offers. That's going to be, <laughs> we need to write. I mean, it's going to be more than $25. Yeah, we can't tell part you with it. For yes. That. Yeah. <laughs> 
The spectacle is as much a part of the work as the banana. He added that a borrowed replacement banana was reattached to the wall. So fortunately, they had a, a, a backup, backup banana. banana. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> the artist told Artnet that he had been working on the idea for about a year and first created versions in bronze and resin. Okay. But whenever I was traveling, I had this banana on the wall and I couldn't figure out how to finish it. In the end, one day I woke up and I said, the banana is supposed to be a banana. <laughs> Profound. <laughs> yes. That's right. <laughs> the comedian was sold with a certificate of authenticity and owners can replace the banana as needed. That duct tape's going to wear out eventually, <laughs> well, right? You got to replace the duct tape. Oh, yeah, tape. we need to replace the duct tape, yeah. too. You keep unsticking it and sticking it back, <laughs> it's eventually not going to work. Yes. These people, they're like New York. They don't know how duct tape works. They assume it holds for forever. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. You, sh- you really should have consulted some rednecks before right. you stuck with <laughs> duct tape. I know people have been duct taping stuff my whole life. I didn't know they were artists. Yeah. The artist previously created a go- solid 18-karat gold toy. Toilet, which was stolen from Blenheim Palace Seems earlier like this year. I remember that. That's right. I yeah. remember that. And that is the end of the story. So. Okay. Wow. <laughs> well, I mean, I, art purchases a great way to launder money. Everybody knows that. <laughs> That's in the comments here. Okay. <laughs> yes. All right. No, I just point that out. Everybody knows that. <laughs> right. That's how our elites launder their money. So. Yeah. Kudos to the guy for selling it. I'm all for making money if you can, mm-hmm. you know, and I don't know what I would do. If I had a banana duct taped to my wall, my kids would eat it too. You know, <laughs> right? They love bananas. So Hudson might sit there and wonder, how do we decide how valuable things are <laughs> in this material world? He'd think about it for about five minutes and he'd go, "I'm hungry." He'd get this duct tape off of this thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. But I mean, art is subjective, and what some people find really cool, other people find offensive or dumb mm-hmm. or whatever. And that's kind of the beauty of art, you know? Yeah. I had Mud Hut, a Mud Hut original, <laughs> hung up in my restaurant one time that he had done. It was a controversial piece. It was. Yeah. It was a guy who had a gun to another person's head on the ground. Mm-hmm. And I had a and it lady. was captioned, Land of the Free. <laughs> no. <laughs> no caption. But a lady came up to me and was like, hey, don't you think that's a little violent for a sandwich shop? And, and John's you know, like, yes. <laughs> I said, I said, well, it depends on who you think is the good guy and who you think is the bad guy. You know, if the guy with the gun is the good guy, then it's not violent. He's saving everybody. But if the guy on the ground's the good guy and the guy with the gun is a bad guy, then it's, you know, that could definitely be a little offensive. Mm-hmm. And she talked to me for about 10 minutes about taking it down. And I told her I wouldn't because number one, Andrew Mudhut, I'm sorry, his <laughs> art name, Mudhut is my friend and I wasn't going to do that to him. Right. You know? And, and this uh, was she like never a- came back again. And for some reason, we went out of business. I don't know. I don't know if there's a, a correlation there or what. Well, what happened to that piece? Uh, Andrew has it at his house. Okay. I can show you a picture of it eventually. Mm-hmm. I have it on uh, on his old Instagram that he forgot the password to. So. <laughs> well, I just assumed it would have been like in a in a gallery somewhere. It was really good. Do you yeah, know they yeah. asked Andrew to be a local artist at Kentuck, and he just never got back with him. Like the Kentuck lady came in one day and was like, Well, he's, he's, he's too big these. for that, right? He was just like, I don't want to get on there. I was like, dude, man, like these people at Kentuck pay <laughs> enormous amounts of money for junk. You have like crayons on cardboard here. You have <laughs> No cost into it. If you go in there and sell them for 40 bucks a piece, you're going to make like $4,000 because you have hundreds of them, you know? And he's like, nah, I just don't want to feel. I don't want to do that. So, huh. yeah. Why am I not an artist? It's wild. I don't know. The crazy thing is that, you know, Mud Hut's like a really great artist. And then the third eagle is like <laughs> on the opposite end of the spectrum, you know, like really great athlete and all right. that, you know? And mm-hmm. they both come from the same stock. Except there is a rumor out there that Wilford is Mudhut's dad. I don't know, though. I don't know. Really? That's no, just a joke I like to give you all the time. <laughs> Andrew's really tall and dark-headed and everything, you <laughs> yeah, know? Yeah, I was just like, yeah, Wilford's your dad, man. Everybody knows this. It's like you like to be outdoors and go canoeing and all that stuff. Yes. Yeah, it's like Jerry was like a star athlete. And for some reason, Gabe's a star athlete. And you were no good at athletics, so... Right. Yeah, I'm just putting two and two together. But you can build a shelter out of nothing but nature. That's right. Survive yeah. off the land. Exactly. Yeah. And so, I mean, 
I was just a hypothesis. So <laughs> that's a lot of inside stuff right there gotcha. that maybe ten people will get listening to this. <laughs> I want to get Andrew on one day though. I think we it'd need be to. funny. Just I'd so. really like to get Third Eagle on, but yeah. I, but I understand that he's got a well, he, he's got to lay low. People are watching him. Yes. Yeah. When you're as big as he is. Maybe one day we will live in a society where there is sufficient encryption technology yeah. to keep him on the down low yeah. and they won't be out to get him. Well, if he's on our show, I don't want to get our like podcast taken down off the internet, <laughs> right. you know, like they did to Alex Jones or whoever. Well, that's that's why we don't go live. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. why I edit every single one of these. <laughs> Not a bad idea. Not a bad idea. <laughs> and let me just say, I'm thankful you edit. <laughs> yes. There's sometimes I'll listen and I'll be like, oh man, Tiny cut that out. And then I'm thinking, I'm like, that's probably not the worst idea. You know, yes. Kind of glad he did. <laughs> that could have got me in a little trouble. Sometimes I do it just for time. Yeah. And then sometimes, you know, a cough, like, oh, <coughs> I'll cut that out. Sure. Because yeah. nobody wants to listen to that. So I, I love, I like it raw, you know? <laughs> I, I bet mean, you do. I mean, that's what she said. <laughs> but I love all the mistakes and everything. <laughs> to me, that's better. But I like live music. You yeah. Know? There you so go. I, I think let's get back into art here. <laughs> yes. You know, that warts and all is like the greatest way anything can be done, you know? Yeah. I like my music once it's been like run through. A half a dozen processors. Yeah. It's been perfectly leveled out. Everything's fine. <laughs> yes. See, Deidre gets mad at me because I like randomly take pictures of her, like sitting around in like her old work t-shirt with no makeup on. <laughs> yes. She's like, well, I don't, I'm not even fixed up. I'm like, baby, this is, this, this is real life. This is real life. And when you pass, this is what I'm going to remember more <laughs> than you, you know, fixed up going to church or whatever. You didn't you tell know? her, this is how I see you. Not, <laughs> it's not those other pictures. I mean, this I hit her because I mean, I'm, I'm, I don't want to lie. I'm slick, you know. I'm like, baby, this is this is beauty to me, you know. You in an old work t-shirt, you know, stained up sweatpants on, you know, hair pulled up, it's all going everywhere. This is beauty to me. So, just a little tip out there for you guys. You can yeah. use that for your women. All right, well, let's move on to something important. Monkey pig hybrids are created by the Chinese, by Chinese scientists. Yeah, thank goodness. Yeah. You know, we've been waiting on this. I thought that went along like dovetail well with the banana story. <laughs> right. Chinese scientists have successfully bred monkey-pig hybrids as part of research into the growth of human organs for transplantation in animals. Okay. Now, I'd like to know how they bred them. That's my number one question here. You know, I would think it was something to do with in vitro. You think so? Yeah, I would imagine. I would get them in there with a bottle of wine, <laughs> light some candles, just see Barry, what happens. A Barry Manilow. Put some Luther Vandross on the radio. <laughs> yeah, to see what happens. Although two of the piglets died within a week of being born, both were found to have DNA from macaw monkeys in their heart, liver, spleen, lung, and skin. They were bred from more than 4,000 embryos, which were implanted into a sow using IVS. IVF. Very smart, Tiny. You could be a scientist. You already knew. A team from the State Key Laboratory of Stem Cell and Reproductive Biology in Beijing genetically modified monkey cells to produce a fluorescent protein, allowing the researchers to track the cells and the descendant cells. These modified cells were injected into the pig embryos five days after fertilization. And 10 piglets were born, of which two were chimeras. Is that right? Chimeras. Is that how you say it? Yes. A chimera is... Again, if I'm not mistaken. Tiny man, I'm surprised. <laughs> a chimera is two species that are blended together. Okay. They're rare. Like a liger? What's a liger? It's pretty much my favorite animal. It's like a lion and a tiger mixed. Redford's skills and magic. Like a liger. Okay. Precisely. Sure. Or tomatoes where maybe they put some apple DNA in it or something to give it some kind of... Flavor you know, or whatever. Yeah, and of course, yeah. then you got all the the non-GMO people saying that this is what's going to end us. And right. it may or may not. I don't, I'm not familiar with the science. I don't either. But uh, I don't think it's going to end us. But though. I do think monkey-pig <laughs> hybrids are cool. Yeah. You know. Oh, yeah. You ever see a pig climb a tree? <laughs> that would be amazing, wouldn't it? <laughs> yes. But think about the pork chops on those I things. wish they would cross a pig and a cow because that would make 4th of July just off the chain. It would. You know? Golly, your one-stop you barbecuing <laughs> need. You get pork and ribs <laughs> all rolled into one. Man. Um, the scientists are aiming to repeat the experiments to create healthy animals with higher concentrations of monkey DNA 
and to eventually reproduce an animal with an organ containing only monkey DNA. The research paper published in uh, Protein and Cell, that sounds like a page turner <laughs> magazine right there. Yes. You know, I haven't got my newest issue for some reason. <laughs> Must have got lost in the mail. Said the results brought the team one step closer to producing tissue-specific functional cells and organs in a large animal model. Um, and then there's a bunch of more scientific mumbo-jumbo that apparently only Tiny can understand. <laughs> It says, though, in 2017, researchers at the Salk Institute in California created pig-human chimeras. Is that how you said it? Uh, With around one in 100,000 cells being human, Uh, the embryos were destroyed within a month. Oh, they didn't want the the human pig (laughs) pig man to get out. But unfortunately, that was after George Lucas got a hold of them and used them in Return of the Jedi. (laughs) Let's think about this, though. If you have a uh, a pig-human... And embryo and you destroy it, uh, is that abortion? Is that is that That's even an abortion? excellent question. I mean, is this something our Baptist brethren <laughs> need to be protesting? Uh, maybe. I uh, that's, that's a good question. Wow, I will I will say that, I don't know, it does strike me as a bit unethical. It's scary. A little scary. It is. A little, I just don't want a pig man running around. <laughs> you know? <laughs> well, we've already got a goat man. That's true. He's got a bridge. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But uh, uh, pig monkeys sound cool. <laughs> right. I, I want to stay away from human animal hybrids. Right. right. Yeah. I don't think that would do well. Unless they can somehow give me some kind of edge. Well, like... If we could get them on a football team or something, you know, I mean, that might be worth it. Maybe. Well, also, and I don't know if you've ever looked into this. I'm going to be dabbling in some of Third Eagle's stuff here. Let's hear about it. But supposedly there's been uh, experiments to create human Z's. Oh, yeah? Yeah. For real? For real. I know a guy can climb a tree real fast. (laughs) I grew up with Maybe he's a human Z. You know Jerry Heron? Uh, no. Oh, okay. He's from Fayette. Okay. Shout out to Jerry if he's listening. <laughs> great dude. He could climb a tree like you ain't ever seen. Right. He's great. He could also throw a rock farther than I've ever seen any human throw a rock in my entire life. Maybe. No joke. Huh. Like every year on his birthday on Facebook, I say happy birthday to the greatest rock thrower I've ever known. <laughs> yeah. Duke could sling a rock. <laughs> Launch it. So maybe. Maybe Jerry's a part monk. Maybe. A human Z. Human Z. That's a good name for a band. <laughs> it is. It is. You could wear monkey mask. I like that. And maybe you could cover uh, Weird Science. Oh, yeah. Got to throw that one in there. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, there's probably some more banana-related songs you could do. Yeah. I'm sure. Bananarama. Oh, yeah. Just do the whole Bananarama catalog. <laughs> yes. I like that. <laughs> so, anyways, monkey pigs are coming for everybody out there, just right. so you know. Should make for some excellent barbecue, and, I think. <laughs> and it's a race between chimeras and the AI. Oh, <laughs> which yeah. one's going to which one's going to take us over? <laughs> yes, you know pigs are really intelligent. People people yeah. don't know that they're mm-hmm. super intelligent. So, but we still eat them. Well, yeah, because they're because <laughs> they're, they're delicious. Man, they are. It's I so love good. some pork. You know, <laughs> yeah. So glad I'm not Jewish. You know, <laughs> you're right. So glad. I mean, <laughs> this is Gentile all the way, baby. Well, anyway, our next story here. U.S. congressman pleads guilty to using campaign funds on Steam games. Now, okay. this one was posted up in our group last right. week from Francisco. Shout out to Francisco Ruiz of the Retro Rewind podcast. That's right. Which I was yeah. un, I was unaware of what Steam was. I yeah. thought Steam games were something from a Turkish bathhouse. <laughs> no. Okay. Steam Maybe is- I've been playing the wrong Steam games. So. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, if you have an Xbox, you have Xbox Live. If you have a PlayStation, you got... PS Network. Yeah. If you have a Nintendo Switch, I think they got like two tin cans and a string you can use. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're on PC, most people get their games from Steam. Okay. So it's, it's like that. Okay. And United States Representative for California, Duncan D. Hunter, uh, has admitted to using campaign funds to buy more than $1,300 worth of games wow. on Steam. Wow. Among other mundane things. Now... Would love to be a staffer for this guy. <laughs> Sounds like a party. <laughs> Sounds like my kind of party. <laughs> He's like shutting down the office having a land party yes. or whatever. <laughs> sure, not all gamers would use public money to fund their gaming hobby. I, sure, they would. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they would. They fund a lot. Of, yeah. We would. Yeah. Yes, yeah. we would. But this is not a good look for the gaming community who suffer from negative stereotypes such as immaturity and lack of control and being addicted to video games. Okay. 
all valid points. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I, yes. That falls under the general nerd umbrella. <laughs> yes. <right>? Yes. <laughs> Representative Hunter's misuse of public funds doesn't end there, however. If it did, we would probably just laugh it off and move on. But Hunter pleaded guilty for using over $150,000 of campaign funds in total, wherein roughly less than 1% went to his gaming hobby. So, you know, this is Tech Times here. I feel like they're trying to switch the question. That's right. Like, hey, let's quit talking about the games. He only spent $1,300 on games. There's another, what, 137000 out there? It says that the rest of the money he used for a wide variety of things, including plane tickets for his family's pet rabbits. Okay. Didn't know pet rabbits needed a separate ticket. Me either. I guess it depends on how many you're going. Yeah. I've never flown any pets, no, unless you count either. my children. <laughs> In this indictment, Hunter and his wife pleaded guilty for using campaign funds for things ranging from the mundane to the luxurious. According to a press release of the Department of Justice, the hunters stole money from the campaign for items as inconsequential as fast food, movie tickets, and sneakers, as trivial as video games, Lego sets. Hey, okay. some of those Lego sets are expensive. Yeah, they're very, they're very expensive. <laughs> You're not getting a Death Star for less than at least what two hundred bucks. Yeah, I'd say they're two two fifty. And Play-Doh and mundane as groceries, dog food, and utilities. So basically, I guess he's just. He's just living his best life. On I haven't heard funds. a luxury item yet. They mentioned <laughs> I haven't heard a, good a luxury item yet. <laughs> the most luxurious has gotten is plane tickets for rabbits. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, the rest just sounds like stuff you get on a trip to Target. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Aside from using the funds for basic things, the couple also used the money for transactions that are self-indulgent, such as luxury hotels, okay. overseas vacations, and plane tickets, again, for their pet rabbits. <laughs> Can't leave Egbert, them at home when we go to Paris. <laughs> Egbert and Cadbury. <laughs> oh, oh, goodness. <laughs> I'm upset that there's not a picture of Egbert and Cadbury yeah. in this story here. Representative Hunter was first tagged in 2016 when his family's luxurious lifestyles was put into question in light of the family's rising debts. The luxurious lifestyle included the $1,300 of steam purchases Hunter had made. Succeeding investigations put to light that Hunter and his wife used the funds for more than just the games. The 42-year-old abandoned the not guilty plea last Tuesday. He spent the last two years denying the claims and saying that he's just being targeted in a political witch hunt. Oh, yeah. Sounds familiar. It's always a witch hunt. Always. Is he a Republican? No, he's a Democrat. Democrat? But, I mean... Daggum libertards. (laughs) These are people you won't run in your country? I mean, can we not find common ground here? <laughs> you know, can the president and this representative find common ground right. that there is a witch hunt out to get Both him for seeking quid pro quo yeah, with uh, favors with Ukraine and him for spending $1,300 of campaign funds on video I games? I would love for Trump to just pardon him. <laughs> you know, how amazing would that be? Just put everybody's brain in a pretzel. You know? Yes. <laughs> like, great. <laughs> Well, anyway, you know, the story goes on and on, but it's kind of boring after this. So it says here at the end, it says that Hunter may also face up to five years in prison and a $250,000 fine. Wow. Was he a, he was a U.S. representative? Yes. Okay. That's one less vote for impeachment right there. Let's <laughs> get him. No way he's getting pardoned now. Now that you said that. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's tough, man. I would think. If you're going to spend your campaign money, I mean, right. go big. Let's international trips, you know, hookers, all that normal politician stuff. I was stuff. about to say, I mean, there's nothing in here. He he was playing video games on Steam. Yeah, know, his, right. This isn't, you know, prostitutes and blow right, that yeah. he's spending his money on. Does he not have a kid he can get on the, like, board of a UK crane gas company <laughs> and get kickbacks that way? Well, you know, you know? there may be some spots coming up. <laughs> dude, you got to learn to work the system, okay? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you got you to gotta learn to how to profit here. I mean, what's that they say? Everyone likes sausage, but nobody wants to know how it's made. Yeah, right. So, yeah. Well, I hate it for this guy. Yeah, poor decision making. Um, I'm disappointed that my dad wasn't able to put me on the board of a yeah. something I know nothing about yeah. so I can collect so I a paycheck. Get like $80,000 a month <laughs> yeah. or whatever. Yes. You know, more than I make in a year. Right. But whatever. That's fine. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> Not. <laughs> Thanks for raising me to be a normal human. <laughs> As to you know? work in a factory. <laughs> I appreciate it. Those are the life lessons he were talking about. So. <laughs> All right. So uh, this next guy may share a cell with our politician. 
And uh, he has gotten in a little trouble out in Little Rock, Arkansas. Shout out to Todd, the biggest Arkansas fan in the world. Go Hogs. Go Hogs. Still looking for a coach, I think. So mm-hmm. I hate they didn't get Lane Kiffin. <laughs> yeah. That would have been great. But Lane could He's headed to Ole Miss, right? Couldn't pass up the co-eds <laughs> over in Oxford. Yeah. Lane had to get there. If you're moving from Boca Raton, you know, you want to keep the same standard of co-eds. So. <laughs> yeah. Joey Sweetwater. It's Joey Freshwater. Joey Freshwater. That's right. People forget about that, you know? <laughs> I didn't. Like We had an offensive coordinator that would just hang out down in industry picking up college chicks. And he went by the moniker Joey Freshwater. Right. Allegedly. No, it's 100% true. There's no allegedly to <laughs> okay. it. 100% true. All right. Yeah. All right. A Little Rock man was arrested after biting off gas station employees' fingertip and earlobe. A Little Rock man was arrested Friday night, and according to the police report, officers responded to the Shell gas station at a 10100 North Rodney Parham in reference to assault around 7 p.m. Pretty early. I thought it happened yeah, a little later. Yeah, than that. Yeah. Officers arrived and saw Dirk, I almost said the wrong name, <laughs> Dirk Edwin Johnson, 52, shove a man outside the gas station who was bleeding from his right ear. A witness told, I think you can lock him up just for having that name. Yeah. That's a serial killer name. You tell me Dirk Johnson? That's Dirk, a porn star name. Was it Edward? He, Dirk Edwin. Dirk Edwin Johnson. Yeah. Dirk Edwin Johnson. Yes. A, a witness told police she saw Johnson bite off the man's earlobe and the woman's fingertip. Oh, man. Johnson was taken into custody once at the substation. Police say Johnson became combative, you think? <laughs> he wasn't combative before. He was reportedly banging his head on the table and screaming profanities. Hey, our foster kid does that. <laughs> uh, police say that he was heavily intoxicated and has a history of biting off extremities. How do you have a history of this? Like, the only person I know of who's done this is Mike Tyson. <laughs> I know. See, he later told police that he went to the gas station to buy beer and a five-pack of tobacco cigars. He said they were out of the five-pack, so he wanted a woman to sell him five singles for a price of a five-pack. And she wouldn't do it. Yeah, he claimed the woman started mouthing off. We know how the women are. <laughs> they get to mouthing off at you. Johnson said he then began take, talking to the male employee, and when he tried to leave, the woman followed him and bit him on the arm. Oh. Oh. So he didn't, the tables start, have he turned. He didn't start the biting. Johnson stated that, he then took the woman's finger and bit the tip off of it. Oh, that'll show her, you know? Like, oh, you just play biting here? I'm here for business. Do so you think she was wagging that finger in his face? <laughs> you know <who> she was? <laughs> <laughs> it said, when the male employee saw Johnson bite the woman's finger, he came over and bit Johnson's finger. What a wild ride. <laughs> Johnson said that he then bit the man's earlobe off in self-defense. Dang. Okay. Well, but, I, I mean, how did he get around there to the ear? I guess if, I mean, if he's got your finger in, you know, in, in your mouth or in his mouth, you can just bend right on over and get him on the ear like you're kissing him on the cheek, you know? Yes. Uh, both victims were taken to the local hospital, uh, according to police, and a medical staff told the woman that she would likely lose part of her finger and the man would probably lose part of his ear. Detectives interviewed the victims once they received medical treatment and Johnson is being held in the Pulaski County Detention Center with a $7,500 bond. Dang. Now, I feel like there is uh, there is going to be security camera footage of this. <laughs> yes. So we'll know if what he's saying about them biting him is true. Right, right. But if they did bite him and they got bit back, I mean, that's, that's what you get. That's tough luck. That's what you get. <laughs> that's don't, why you don't bite people. That's right. Don't mess with a bull if you don't want the <laughs> horns, right? Everybody knows that. If this was me, I would want a Make-A-Wish, and I would want me and Evander Holyfield to go get matching earrings. <laughs> <laughs> I should bring that up to Hudson. <laughs> yeah, that's wild, though. I I love the possibility that that woman bit him, and he just <laughs> he just chomped that finger right yeah. off on her, like you done bit the wrong person. <laughs> you, you opened the wrong door. That's right. <laughs> and then the dude comes over and bites his finger. You know, <laughs> no. how weird is that? Isn't that when like when he when you see someone bite off your coworker's finger, that's when you like pick up a bottle and slam him <laughs> over right. head, right? Or get the gun out from underneath the counter and tell him to leave. You don't fight fire with fire. Yeah, no. you fight fire with water. You already have seen this guy can bite. You know, 
he's got some chompers on him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You got to one up him. Yeah. That's what you, that's how you win. Yeah. That's when you rack that shotgun and point it at him and tell him it's time to leave. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, prayers to everybody involved <laughs> in this situation. Hope everybody's got their shots. Yeah. Yeah. This it's been month. a, been a long football season up in, in Arkansas. <laughs> everybody's is. on edge. Well, John, uh, since my last story dealt with video games, I figure we'll do this one. Okay. Speaking of Steam, a New Testament-themed video game will put players in the shoes of, or sandals, of Jesus Christ himself, and it just released a trailer. So you get to be Jesus. In this video game. Well, that's heretical. (laughs) I mean, the name of the game is I Am Jesus Christ. (laughs) Okay. That's the name of the video game. All right. Okay says, why can't the Bible be the inspiration for a video game? That's the question answered by I Am Jesus Christ, a simulation that literally makes the player God. Okay. Coming soon on Steam, the game's trailer has already piqued interest online thanks to its surreal subject matter and enticingly bizarre cutscenes. In one, the player conjures some fish, depleting a bar that apparently correlates to Jesus's holy abilities. <laughs> okay. I prefer the term superpowers, but yeah. whatever. In another, the player, still as Jesus, is nailed to a cross. The game's description on Steam raises more questions than it provides answers. Have you ever wondered to be like him, one of the most privileged and powerful people in the world? Privileged? That's what that's a quote here from the, the game designers. That's a little bold. Okay. <laughs> well, we Dude have nowhere to lay his head, but whatever. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, we have now. IGN tweeted out the game's trailer leading to some delightful reactions. Some responders wondered if the game would come out on Christmas. Others suggest that Jesus should play a role in the next iteration of Super Smash Brothers. <laughs> Okay. Well, that's not fair. I mean, he would win, right? Yeah, right. Of course. You can't kill him. You can't kill him. <laughs> I mean, they right. tried. Yeah. They tried to kill him. Already tried it once. <laughs> it didn't, didn't work. He'd come back. Yeah. His regime <laughs> is a little longer than you would want, but whatever. Uh, it said that some ruminated over the choice to make Jesus a white person. Uh, I get that. He was Jewish. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Uh, there are no other credits listed on Steam for the de- game's developer, but the publisher has made plenty of simulation games its apparent specialty. This one just happens to spark a little more interest thanks to its holy subject matter. Okay. And I guess, I guess I, I might can see if I can just play the trailer. And you see Jesus here. He's just, just chilling out. Okay. <laughs> He holds up his hands and he makes an old lady happy. She apparently got her sight back. That's what I'm saying. Oh, no. That dude doesn't have any fish in his bucket. Oh, he does now. (laughs) All right. Oh, there he is. Calm in a storm. Calm in a storm. Little grumpy got woke up from his nap. (laughs) Oh, snap. There he is on the cross. (laughs) Okay. Oh. 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 Did you see his life meter go up when he rolled the stone away? Nice. Nice touch. Great touch. (laughs) Great touch. Well, I mean, that's great. I'm surprised Kirk Cameron's not playing Jesus. <laughs> or, what, or Jim Caviezel. Yeah, Jim Caviezel. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But, I mean, that's good. I feel like if I was going to design, like, a biblical video game, I would do some Old Testament battles and stuff. <laughs> uh, that would make an excellent real-time right. strategy game. Yeah, right. Yeah. Maybe we need to I cut this part out. <laughs> All right, that's a great idea we just had. Yeah, so just beep it really there. That was that's a, could be a. I don't know anything about making video games, but you know that seems like those would be really cool to do. Yeah, what was it we talked about Gideon this morning? Yeah, you know he was the original three hundred. Yeah, right. Yes. They didn't even have to fight. Yeah, they just scream real loud and smash the pictures, <laughs> and the other army slaughtered themselves. That's right. Well, you know. Um, I'm all, if people want to play the Jesus video game, that's cool. You know, the graphics left a little bit to be desired. (laughs) It it looks like it was 
programmed by Christians. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> looks just like a Christian movie. It's like the same people who brought you Fireproof <laughs> brought you this game. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, like early, early first-gen PS2 graphics. Yeah, right. Yeah. 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 But, I mean, that's good. Any way we can get the message out there to the world, yeah, right. that's, I'm all for it. Yeah, yeah. 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 Fingers crossed there's a level where you overturn the tables at the temple and oh, you run know, people out yeah. with whips. That's what I was thinking. There's going to be some like frat kid in his frat <laughs> house, and the only level he plays is where Jesus is turning water into wine at the party. You know? <laughs> yes. That's like the only thing he does. Or what if it incorporates morality choices like in some RPG games, role-playing games, Yeah, where you can choose if you want to heal the leper or if you want to heal two lepers. Right, yes. <laughs> It's true. Or maybe just heal everybody. I don't know. You're Jesus. Yeah. Well, it depends on your your bar. Yeah, right. (laughs) Well, let's move on to uh, another long-haired hippie. Willie Nelson appoints himself chief tester at his own weed company. (laughs) Is that really a news story? I feel like we all kind of knew that. Yeah, I don't know. Willie Nelson has appointed himself as chief tester and head of quality control at his own Willie's Reserve Marijuana Company. It's no secret that Nelson is a longtime cannabis fan, so much as he went as far as entering the weed industry and created his own brand titled Willie's Reserve. The company is showing no signs of decline, with the brand's leading taste tester being the iconic singer-songwriter himself. Speaking on The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon... Nelson has yet to find any bad strains of the drug, and we are more inclined to believe him when he says it has been a lot, it has had a life changing effect on him. Nelson said, I used to smoke two or three packs of cigarettes a day and drink whatever there was to drink. I had pneumonia four or five times, my lungs collapsed, and I almost died. And he said, Wait a minute, I ain't getting that high off of Chesterfield's. So I throw out the cigarettes, rolled up 20 joints, and stuck it in there, and I haven't smoked a cigarette since. So there you go. There you go. No need to vape now (laughs) to get rid of your smoking problem. Just roll yourself some joints. The 86-year-old country music icon has been vocalizing the benefits of marijuana, recreational and medicinal, for years, and he's even been known to be the only person to outsmoke Snoop Dogg amongst a long line of free-spoken weed smokers. Uh, which is noteworthy in and of itself. <laughs> and that's all the article says. So surprise everybody, Willie Nelson <laughs> smokes weed. And one of my favorite things about like Willie Nelson, uh, you know, is that uh, hippies like really love Willie Nelson, mm-hmm. but they can't really name more than like three or four of his songs, you know? Right. And, but then rednecks really love <laughs> Willie Nelson, but for like a wholly different reason. You know? It's really hard for me to, to name. Willie Nelson songs, but there's one that's just always on my mind. Yeah, you're always on my mind. <laughs> that's a good one. It's a good one. Yeah. So yeah, I mean Willie's great. You know, he wrote a lot of hits. Yeah. He wrote Crazy that Patsy Klein recorded. People don't know that. And, oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. You can find like old YouTube videos or like Willie Nelson in a suit, mm-hmm. short hair, singing it and stuff. I don't know if he still does, but he did. He also had a biofuel for a while. Right. He did. Bio Willie. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know if that's still going I don't know or if not. that panned out or not. Yeah. But, you know, Willie, uh, good for him. Good for know? him. I'm I'm glad. I'm glad his marijuana company's going great. <laughs> yes. You know, that's good. Good for him. Well, John, do you remember, was it last week or week before, we talked about the dog riding around in circles? Yes. Yeah, I think it was week before last, maybe. Well, not to be outdone, this next story, we have a dog that started a house fire. Okay. Turning on a microwave. Okay. <laughs> so, wow. I don't want to alarm anybody out there, but we are under attack. We're under attack right now animals. from animals. Yeah. They don't like us at the top of the food chain, and they're coming they're for coming us. For they us. want to take it back. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. Know? Yeah, they're all, they're <laughs> they're mounting a concerted effort to take us out. Yes. They're learning to drive cars. They're starting fires, or starting house fires. Yeah, we've got pig monkeys. Pig monkeys are on the way. I mean, just get ready, guys. Humanity faces some serious challenges here. Yeah, which I saw earlier. Where is it? Hold on. It was right here that uh, Americans own 423 million guns and 8.1 billion rounds of ammunition. So I'm just saying, animals, (laughs) you got your work cut out for you. All right. 
I just just want to throw that out there. Not having opposable thumbs, at least to not the primates. Yeah, those are the ones we got to worry about. <laughs> yes. you know, I'm just primates. If we get monkey pigs with thumbs, <laughs> it's going to be tough. It's going to be bad. Yeah, yeah, because wild hogs are already rough. They, they killed somebody this last week. They too. did. Yes. I, I'm just telling you, man. Talking about this, it almost kind of makes the story. Not as newsworthy now. <laughs> let's, let's hear but about anyway, it. A dog started a house fire when it managed to turn the microwave on, a fire service said. The husky-type animal, which was left on its own in the house in Stanford, turned on the appliance, which was on a worktop in the kitchen. A packet of bread rolls, which had been placed inside, began to burn and caused a small fire, Essex Fire Service said. The owner, who was not at home at the time, was alerted to the fire by an app on their mobile phone. The fire service said that the owner's device allowed them to view live feeds from a camera that was set up in the house on Kingsman Road. Uh, Geoff Will, watch manager at Corrington Fire Station, called it a very strange incident and said that firefighters found the kitchen filled with smoke, but they made sure the flames did not spread to the rest of the house. It demonstrates that microwaves shouldn't be used to store food when they are not in use, he said. Yeah. Always keep your microwave clean and free of clutter or food and any packaging. Animals or children can turn them on more easily than you think, so please don't run the risk. The dog was not hurt, the service added. So oh, yeah. He lives to start another fire another That's day. That's right, yeah. You're going to have to move your microwave now. He knows how to work it. <laughs> yes. He knows. I mean... I agree. Don't leave stuff in your microwave. Mm. Now cleaning it all the time—that's a little. <laughs> that's another step that I don't know I can make. I'll say I'm really bad about uh, putting pizza in there. Not not when you're microwaving it up, but just when you want to keep it warm, right? Because for some reason, I don't know about you. When I grew up and we like got food and brought it home, we immediately came in the house and sat down and ate it, right? For some reason, my wife has to go change clothes. She has to put on her PJs. Yeah, I don't She has that. to check her Facebook feed. Yeah. And, you know, maybe uh, check some messages or something. Yeah. Then, like, you know, usually my kid has to go use the bathroom. The other one has to go do something. Yeah. And it, it takes a good 15, 20 minutes for everybody to get back together and sit down and eat the food. Yeah. So I'll put it in the microwave just to keep it warm. Well, I've noticed, I mean, now that you brought it up, my wife has to get into like lounging clothes too, like yeah. pretty soon after coming in. Yeah. And I don't get it. Yeah. I normally wear the clothes I have on all day long. I, I am too. Unless like they're Sunday clothes and then like coming back Sunday night, mm-hmm. I'm not going to wear my slacks or whatever. Like if I don't have to get up and go to work, I may just yeah. kind of hang around in some gym shorts and a t-shirt. But once I get dressed, I usually yeah. stay dressed. Me too. Until... That night. And Dave's just like, why Why do you want to wear your work clothes when you're sitting around there? I'm like, I don't buy clothes that aren't comfortable. You know, like, it's your fault for buying clothes you don't want to wear all the time. You and know? I may need to save someone's life. Right. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, know? I need to have pants on, you know. But then I'm like, well, if I ch- start changing clothes into just something comfy to wear around the house, that's going to be more clothes for you to wash, mm-hmm. you know. And I'm just really saving you. Like, you should be thanking me for wearing my work clothes <laughs> yes. all day. But yeah, she has to like get in and like put on her old clothes and get everything straight. And like you say, before we do anything, mm-hmm. I don't understand it. Really, I get a little mad because then that leaves me to get food ready for all the kids. You know, maybe that's what she's done. She's like ducking maybe. And, and leaving me with the work. But this is another reason I don't like shoestring French fries, especially the ones from McDonald's. Because <laughs> by the time we finally sit around that's and get That's a tariff problem. Them, that's not a McDonald's not problem. Warm anymore. That's a tariff problem. That's, a Mc, that's not a McDonald's problem. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, well, potato wedges, they stay warm. They're they there for They'll me. hold some heat. They'll You're right. Heat. They've been under those like light, those like floodlights in the gas station. Just so. soaking up radiation. That's right. Yeah. They'll hold some heat. I'll give you that. I will. They will stay warm. That's, I can't argue that point. Which Wilts had a really bad. He did. did, you see I, didn't, I didn't know if you saw that, but I tagged I you in a post. I did, but like I, I got home from camping this morning. And I like saw it, and then I just fell asleep. You know, I took a shower, and fell yeah. asleep before I could respond. But yeah, well, they did him wrong. I read that post, and I was just like, I win. <laughs> I can't help but he's got a crap. Little voice inside said, "Tiny, you're right. Just like you always are. You're I, right again." Shout out to my friend <laughs> and classmate Rick Hanna, who owns several. McDonald's 
have always been close. We've been really good friends. His McDonald's don't do that kind of stuff. Yeah, he hires quality people. I can't help that Will's got a bad McDonald's by where he lives, yeah. you know? You gotta you gotta know how to pick your McDonald's. That's them Jackson, Mississippi hamburgers. Yeah, right. Yes. <laughs> well, we Jackson's a utopia, anyways. <laughs> it's perfect. Everybody knows that about Jackson. Uh, it's a utopia. Yes. The city leadership down there is a one. Great. <laughs> I'll give them this. They got better roads than we do. Yeah. Well, they're not afraid to put some pickles on a Big Mac. You know. <laughs> Which, I like a pickle on my Big Mac. I would have not been upset. I like five pickles. <laughs> yeah. I was going to, I thought about putting on there like, Will seems like the type of guy that's like, well, I can't eat this because it had pickles on it. Like, I can't pick them off myself because <laughs> yeah. that's been tainted with pickle juice or whatever. <laughs> Anyways, let's move on. This story has some sensitive material in it. All right. Um, so, you know how we like to end the show here, everybody. Right. So just so everybody knows, a little sensitive material. This is the part of the show where you put your kids away, yeah. tuck them into bed, right? turn it down low, don't tell your pastor, <laughs> and we'll move on to the next story. Well, we're not really doing anything wrong. We're just reporting the facts. We're just talking about the news. Yeah, fair and balanced. Yes. Right. A Kentucky judge, excuse me, is accused of frat house antics, threesomes with staffers. That's okay. the headline. <laughs> Okay. A Kentucky judge has been accused of turning her chambers into a glorified frat house, having a threesome with staffers, and allowing employees to get drunk on the job, all while abusing her power to win re-election, according to reports. Hmm. Sounds like a really great work environment. <laughs> I, say, you know? I mean, it's not behavior that you typically think of a, a judge yeah. engaging in, but I'm not 100% sure if I've heard anything illegal yet. Yeah, well, maybe doing it at the job. You can't let somebody drink on the job at the courthouse. Surely that's against some sort of law, right? Well, I'm not a legal scholar, so. Yeah, me either. But you can can argue that point. I only know about in vitro fertilization (laughs) and monkey pig chimeras, okay? Chimeras, right. (laughs) Which I call chimeras, (laughs) which I think is a keyboardist for uh, Dead and Company, but that's a whole other story. All right, the judge, Dawn Gentry, was hit with nine charges by the state's Judicial Conduct Commission on Wednesday uh, related to the Animal House antics, Cincinnati.com reported. The trouble started when Gentry hired her band's guitar player, Stephen Penrose. you got to watch out for them guitar players. <laughs> I should have learned to play the guitar. <laughs> Gentry and Penrose, a former pastor, proceeded to use... <laughs> Okay, I don't know, but I bet you it wasn't a Baptist pastor. <laughs> no, well, you can't play no guitars in a Baptist church. No, no that's borderline Pentecostal right there. Uh, Gentry and Penrose, the former pastor, proceeded to use the courthouse like a swingers club, investigators <laughs> allege. Wow. The pair allegedly had a threesome with Gentry's secretary, Laura Aubrey, according to the paperwork cited by Cincinnati.com. Rock and roll. I tell you what, the judge who served on a panel to help abuse children also tried to seduce another member of the panel, Catherine Schultz, into having a second threesome, the report said. (laughs) Gentry flirted with Schultz on Snapchat and urged her to seduce her husband into having the threesome with the judge in Penrose. Well... I mean, if you bring the, her husband into it, it's no longer a threesome then, right? we got to bump it up to a foursome. That's <laughs> yeah. like a round of golf, you know? Right. With a few holes in one. Just throwing that out there. Uh, Penrose also annoyed colleagues by jamming on his guitar in the courthouse office provided to him by the judge. Dang. You can't shut a guitar player up. Uh Some employees also allegedly drank and stored liquor in the courthouse, but Gentry was not so lenient with those who did not support her re-election campaign. Some staffers told investigators that they were fired for not donating to the run, while others were hired after they doled out some cash. Hmm. The judge faces a disciplinary hearing. A date for the hearing has not been set as of Friday, and Gentry has denied most of the charges against her, but admitted to allowing Penrose to play guitar in the courthouse. <laughs> so there you have it. I don't want to jump on the bandwagon here. Like, I don't know how much of this is just, how much of this is true, how much of this is hearsay, and how yeah. much of this is being put out by maybe someone who doesn't support her for re-election. True. So. 
But I would say the other judge that she tried to seduce, <laughs> yes, that that brings some credibility to it, right? <laughs> I you mean, know? if she has some kind of records of this, apparently from Snapchat, which well, I know I thought, everybody I thought thinks, Snapchat erased your photos unless you took a screenshot. Maybe she took a screenshot. You telling me the NSA can't get that <laughs> stuff back? I mean, somebody's getting it, right? Well, yeah, <laughs> somebody's getting it. All right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> apparently at the courthouse they are. <laughs> You know, everybody's been screwed during court, right? We all had that happen. This is taking it to a whole other level. But yeah, I've always been told that, yes, Snapchat goes away, but it doesn't go away. It doesn't really go right. away. Right. right. Now, I don't know how much of that is third eagle, you know, information that well, I've got. We, again, we all know that the NSA has it, but is the NSA going to... Stop looking at the terrorist and following like celebrity Snapchats to check out this one judge. Well, I don't know about you, but I've never seen a man look away from a lewd photo that he happened <laughs> to run across. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But, but I guess what I'm saying is like if I worked for the NSA, like, you know, tiny, you know, we're so glad that you could join us here well, at the NSA. Lord. Here's your desk. Here's your computer. Here's your password to see everybody else's social media. Right. Knock yourself out. Right. The first few hours, I'm going to be searching for key terms like terrorist and oh, bomb real? and all that stuff. But like, I don't know. As soon as I get back from lunch, I'm going to be checking out celebrities. Okay. <laughs> I, I think my first move, if they were like, John, here, you know, here's your computer. I sit down and log in. Every old classmate. <laughs> you know, everybody I can remember. Yes. That would be me, number one. And they'd come over like, no, so we need you to be checking on ISIS and Al-Qaeda and all that. I'm like, hey, hey I, I did it. I did that. All right. Let me get, just give me a few more minutes, okay? ISIS is no more. I don't know if you've got the, if you got the tweet. Right. Yeah, no, it's over with. <laughs> ISIS is over with. Everybody knows that. <laughs> Obama's not giving them money anymore. Everybody knows that. <laughs> yes. right? Now, if you'll excuse me, I need to get back to looking yeah. at uh, Sandra Bullock's emails. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so I just, man, judges are a little more wilder than I thought. Right. You know, I guess they're just like well, everybody they're people, else. Yeah. Right. They're yeah. people. Yeah, man, who who among us hasn't had a threesome in our office? Okay, <laughs> well, who among I, us? I don't have an office. Okay, and if I had an office, there's no way I could talk Tara into a threesome <laughs> oh, in no, there me either. <laughs> Not that I would ever even try that because no, I wouldn't. I'm no. far too holy right. to even think about. It. I can't believe y'all would think about such yeah. things. It, no. it makes me sick in right. the stomach. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I can't even handle one more man. Much less two. Right? Right. I don't want to be sitting over on the sidelines after about ten minutes. Here. You know? Ten minutes? That's impressive. <laughs> I give a good effort. You know, I have a couple glasses of wine before we start. Yeah, you know. But no, yeah, I would never do anything like that. Right. I can barely talk my wife into sleeping with me, much less another woman. Uh, yeah. So I can't judges. even get I can't even get my wife to say you're guilty of being sexy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you know. Um I guess you can't do that stuff at the courthouse. You should just wait until after, you know, right. like after the day's over. We're all getting off at five here at the courthouse, yeah, yeah. you know. You got all night long to live it up. Well, uh, yeah. Maybe things get boring. That's why the <laughs> wheels of justice turn slowly. They're all in the back, you know, right. getting drunk, playing guitar and having threesomes. What is it they say? Uh, justice is blind. Yeah. You know, and what happens in the courthouse stays in the courthouse. And she's not an ugly woman. No, no. I was about to make a justice is blind joke with her being ugly, but I looked at her picture. She's not that she's bad not, looking. She's not, no. Yeah. So, I looked for research purposes. Of course. Right. right. I just want to know who's adjudicating cases up in northern Kentucky. <laughs> right. Right? Yeah. It's normal stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. We want to thank our sponsor, world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blend Spice, for their support. Check them out at www.cajuncurl.com. You can order the spice and their Cajun Curl Cutter for potatoes right there on CajunCurl.com. It was created on the Elm Bayou in Evangeline Parish, Louisiana, and is a seasoning that goes on everything. If you like cooking or eating, this is a spice for you. Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice goes well with chicken, beef, pork, potatoes, monkey pigs, and anything <laughs> else you can think of putting it on. 
The spiral protector cutter is absolutely amazing. It's easy to use, it's easy to clean, and it will allow you to make your own chips using the Cajun Curl Spice. If you want to turn your next cookout or event up a notch, imagine whipping up a batch of homemade potato chips. Your next door neighbor isn't going to be able to top that. And let me tell you, the homemade chips with Cajun Curl buy you lemon spice on them will change your life. On the website, CajunCurl.com, you can not only order the original Bayou Blended Spice, but the chip cutter as well, and you'll also find recipes that are absolutely mind-blowing. You can locate your nearest retailer or order your own. If your local grocer doesn't carry world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice, ask them to start stocking it now. Here locally, it's available at Vowels on Skyland, South's Finest Meats, Mark's Mart in downtown Northport, and Piggly Wiggly in Northport. All of their products are made in the USA, so not only do you enjoy the taste of Cajun Curl, but you also feel like a judge in Kentucky having a threesome <laughs> while her guitar-playing lover serenades you, all while you're eating your meal. And it's all natural, it's low salt, and it has a little kick to it, but it doesn't burn your lips. World-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice. Taste the spice, but not the heat www.cajuncurl.com Check them out and use the promo code EOP10 That's EOP and the number 10 to get a 10% discount. Because we ask that you use a spice, but we don't ask you to pay full price. That's right. Alright, we got a new review. Okay. <clears throat> this review comes from the land up north from Kanada. Kanada? Kanada. Okay. And it's rated 5 stars. The title of the review is Surprisingly Great. Surprisingly great. <laughs> yes. That's good. Set your expectations low <laughs> and we'll always just barely exceed them. <laughs> it says, came here after hearing the guys on Where's the Line podcast. Really enjoy it. So funny and real. Find myself saying the same things they do at the same time and then laughing along. I really hope you guys do make it huge and get to run with Kanye for office. Sorry, I mean walk. (laughs) Anyways, keep up the great work. Even us twisted minds need a break to listen to this sometime. So thank you so much. Uh, I believe that was Pyretta Blaze 1313. Okay. Thank you so much. Like John said, we will surprisingly blow you away (laughs) if your expectations are sufficiently low. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. That's been the formula for my life. Just bring expectations down and then you can usually impress people. So, And if you like Where is the Line podcast, you can see Kevin. He's going to be at our live show this Friday. Exactly. Don't know if you knew about it. That's right. And thanks to all the listeners from Where is the Line that have came over. (laughs) Yes. You know, they've been really gracious to continue to you know help us out and be very nice and mention us every once in a while yeah we're grateful to be friends with those guys we really are guys and gals Mm -hmm. guy and gal yes yes all right (laughs) i've yet to listen to a whole episode of it because i my very weak (laughs) stomach can't make it but i try every week you gotta try the uh elmer mccurdy you gotta check out the elmer mccurdy episode okay i don't think i've heard that that's a good that one is really is fascinating okay all right Elmer McCurdy. Yeah. Uh, Surprisingly, he was the inspiration for Skeletor on He-Man. All right. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. I like that now. I'm a big He-Man fan. It's like, well, you you had my interest, but now you have my attention. That's right. Exactly. (laughs) And our buddy Jeremy called into the show to tell us how to say his last name. Yeah. It's Mandering. All right. Cool story, bro. (laughs) I totally got it. (laughs) Yes. That's right. You got anything else? No, uh, just wanted to thank everybody again for listening. Make sure you come out to our live show. Mm-hmm. It's this Friday, and you got a couple days to make your plans. Kick off the Christmas festivities with us, help some kids out. And everybody, once again, all you got to do is just tell one person who doesn't know about this podcast right. about this podcast. Force them to listen to it. Mm-hmm. Strap them in a chair. We're okay with light kidnapping. <laughs> you know, that's fine. And uh, next time they show you a photo on their phone before you hand their phone back to them, just open up their podcast app and hit subscribe. Yeah. Yeah. That's all you got to do. They probably won't even know. Yeah. They'll never know. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, just we were trying to spread the earth out of the gospel. And, uh, you know, we're shamelessly tell everybody we're trying to get rich and not have to work for a living. So we need your help in making that possible. So (laughs) the best way to do it 
is to share the, share it with one other person. And you can make fun of us. Be like, hey, listen to these two rednecks from Alabama. <laughs> yes. Like one of them doesn't even know what a chimera is. <laughs> all right? You know? I mean, that's right. fine with me. I realize I'm an idiot. <laughs> I openly admit that I'm an idiot. So that's fine. You know? So just tell other people about it and we'll have fun. Uh, precisely. Yeah. That's all I had to say. I guess that's it. All right. You have been listening to Earth Oddity Podcast, and we thank you so much for listening to us, no matter where you get us, whether you get us from Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher. Everything. iHeartRadio. Oh, yeah. We're on them all. Yeah, Spotify. Spotify. Yeah, we're on Spotify. We are. Yeah, because we're big time. <laughs> if you would like to write into the show, you can get us. We are earthoddity at planetmill.net. Mm-hmm. If you like to look at pictures, last week we put a picture up. That's right, we did. <laughs> you can we check did. it out. <laughs> underscore Earth Oddity on Instagram. That's right. You can tweet at us. We're underscore Earth Oddity on Twitter as well. That's right. And if all of that fails, we have a very boring phone number. Maybe after the first of the year when I get some time off, I can actually go find us something else. <laughs> What's that phone number for now? It's 662-493-2059. That's 662-493-2059. And I figured out some different spelling combinations <laughs> for it. Yes. But there's none of them that are good enough that I'm willing to say. So Nowhere near as clever as Kevin's. No. No. <laughs> no. We hope everyone out there has an excellent week. Earth Oddity for the Fringe Radio Network signing off. Love y'all. Bye. This has been a very odd production. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.